Welcome back, tennis fans, to KickServeRadio.com, Tennis On Air with Andy Zoden. We're pleased to bring Tim Buick on the show today. He is the National Promotions Director for Wilson Racket Sports. Tim, I got to tell you, I was trying to think in my mind of who right now is dealing with a more impressive and accomplished group of superstars, and it came down to you and Steve Kerr, the coach of the Golden State Warriors. How good does it feel working with this team of athletes that you're dealing with right now? My goodness. Well, you know, talking about hitting from all points on the court, to use your Steve Kerr analogy, and the irony, how's this for just a little bit of an aside here to start, is you mentioned the Golden State Warriors, Stephen Curry, went and graduated from Charlotte Christian School, the same school that my son attends right now. And I had the honor of emceeing Stephen Curry's jersey retirement ceremony this past January at Charlotte Christian School. So it ties in beautifully. I've had uh, one heck of a year with, uh, with doing that and then what Roger and Venus and Serena and what's happening with our fleet of athletes. It's really been a thrill for all of us. You know, Tim, you are selling tennis rackets and tennis equipment, and you've got spokespeople like Roger Federer and the Williams sisters and Grigor Dimitrov, Kenny Shikori. We could go on and on about the successful athletes. Feliciano Lopez is playing great tennis with a Wilson racket this year. How much easier and how much more fun does that make your job? You know, it's interesting. I've had a couple of parallel thoughts as you were mentioning that. And one that we've always tried to quantify and, and really can't is what is the true value of Roger Federer holding up his arms, holding a Wilson racket and that big red W on the strings? What's the true value of that? Obviously, it's enormous, uh, but it, it isn't totally measurable because it's not just in sales of our new pro staff rackets that he's playing with, uh, because it, it builds the brand as a whole. And it does. It makes it so much easier. And just by way of uh, history a little bit, and, and I know you remember these days of back when, say, Pete Sampras was using the pro staff or going all the way to back when Chrissy Everett was using the pro staff and Jimmy Connors, the T2000, is back in those days, it, it, the pendulum has really swung where Sampras used the pro staff 85. We sold very few of the pro staff 85s because it was my belief that probably 18 people in the country actually should be using the frame even though we did sell thousands of those because we had a lot of Sampras wannabes. But what was being used on tour back in the 80s and 90s really did not have that much of a measurable effect as what was sold in retail. Good example was the Wilson Profile, which we could not build them fast enough, the, the first wide-body racket. We couldn't build them fast enough, and no one on the tour was using it. But you swing the pendulum back to today, and certainly over the last 10, 15 years, What the players use on tour is enormously influential in this generation of players. And you can look at Andy Roddick and Rafael Nadal for Babolat. You look at Venus and Serena and, uh, of course, Roger for Wilson and the huge effect that they have of moving rackets at retail. So when uh, our guy and our gal makes it to the finals of Wimbledon, needless to say, it has a huge effect. 
How much of a stake do they take in the product line? How connected are they to the process and how much pride do they take in the brand and trying to make sure that they move things forward as well? Is it something that they're quite engaged with? I'm sure from player to player that changes, but talking about Roger, he seems so dedicated to making sure that he does right by the people that are doing right by him. Is that safe to say? Oh, very much so. That's a great question. And and it is true. Roger is truly unique, obviously, in a variety of ways, the type of person he is, the type of player he is, but he's also a geek. I mean, he's a techno geek. He really gets into it. It's not just, oh, yeah, this is the racket built by Roger Federer, and you just kind of, you know, do a little stamp. He took a picture and was there for a day, and you, you say he's part of the process. He is involved in every step of the way and every detail in the racket. That is very unusual because, again, by way of comparison, already mentioned Sampras, but Pete Sampras was a guy who had to use the Pro Staff 85, but not only did he have to use the 85, but he had to make sure that it was built in our St. Vincent factory. He had to watch the racket come out of the bag to assure it was out of that factory, and he would not modify it in any way. I mean, it had to be that racket. You couldn't change the cosmetic. You couldn't change anything. That was his frame, and it had to be that way. Then fast forward to Federer. Think of all the different pro staff iterations that Roger Federer has played with. And also the biggest jump that he made is going from the 90 to the 95 head size. And what a difference it made. You know, the last year that he used that 90, he had that uh, flame out. I believe it was against Gasquet at the U.S. Open in the third round. And I think many of us were looking and saying, boy, this is sad. Roger, you know, Roger's last days are here. And then he retooled in the off season. He switched rackets to a 97. And I don't know if you know this, but he is undefeated against Rafael Nadal since he switched to the 97. I don't think he's mishit a backhand in about a year. Uh, <laughs> and he used to shank a few, uh, admittedly, by his own admission. Let's talk about this, Tim. You know, one of the things that technology does, and one thing certainly Wilson has addressed, are the pain points not just with the players on the tour because that's such a small percentage of who you're putting rackets in the hands of, but to those of us mere mortals who have issues with our wrist or with our elbow or shoulders, overuse injuries, and now countervail has come on the market. And it seems like it's a little bit of, of an abstract concept to people, but it's designed to try to make life a little easier for the avid tennis player. Talk about the addition to countervail, exactly what it is, and which rackets it's included in right now. With countervail, it is an incredibly different technology because what we like, and let's face it, we like the wow factor. We want to put things in our bodies. We want to put things in our hands in terms of equipment and everything that has an immediate wow effect. You know, it kind of blows you away. Oh, wow, this feels totally different. But with countervail, it's different because it's a graphite fiber that disperses the energy and disperses the vibration and the shock away from your arm and keeps it inherent to the frame, which allows less fatigue. So basically, you can play better longer. And so you say, okay, can you really feel the difference of countervail? You do as you continue to move on through your match and through your tournament. And the first person who used countervail was uh, Rayonich. And he went to the finals of Wimbledon. He used it in the Australian Open last year and made it to, the, I believe, the semis. And he was saying that he used countervail at that time an untested technology out in the marketplace. And he, he started playing with it, as did Venus and Serena. 
And they made the immediate switch before it was even on the market because they found that their body felt so much better. They had less fatigue. So the technology is fantastic. And what's really exciting for us now is that we're putting countervail and we're just getting set to introduce it into our pro staff line uh, where Roger's been using it without. And now Roger with countervail, he already was fresh as a proverbial daisy in the second week of Wimbledon. I mean, it could be really dangerous with countervail in his hand. So we're really excited about it. Coming into this year, you had countervail in the Blade line, which is the line for people that aren't quite sure. It's the, the, the black and green frames that you see in Venus and Serena's hands. You had it in the Burn line, which is the one you're going to see Kane Ishikori and a few other players using. Now it's getting ready to get introduced, as you're saying, into the Pro Staff line, and I'm understanding into the racket that I use, which I've been playing with the Ultra 103S, and now it sounds like that line of Ultras will be inclusive of countervail as well. Absolutely. So we're going through the line and, and really the missing piece, so to speak, in our racket line is our ultra series because ultra is all about power and it's maximum power. And then you combine the countervail in it. So you get maximum comfort with the maximum power. So you can add power to your game through ultra. And, you know, it, it's interesting. I do um, part of my job as U.S. promotions director is is our trial and demo program of getting our products into the hands of our tennis players, our consumers. And every once in a while, someone will come up to me with, I don't know, maybe a tinge of arrogance and say, you know, Tim, this racket's horrible. I hate this racket. And I go, hey, that's totally fine. Try this one. Because if every racket played the same, then we're running a scam. We just basically give a different name, a different cosmetic, a different price point, but it's actually the same racket. So that's why we have the different racket lines that we do so that you say, listen, if you want to add power to your game, get all over Ultra because Ultra is all about power. If you're a baseliner, you go to the burn. If you're an attacker, you go pro staff. The same with blade. You want that extra touch and feel. You're already bringing a lot of power to the game. So we can customize it depending on the style of play that you are. We're talking with Tim Buick. He is the National Promotions Director for Wilson Racket Sports, and I want to give a quick shout-out to our local rep out here, Chris Johnson, who is doing a fabulous job for you, Tim, in getting that word out and making sure that all of us local pros are understanding the differentiation between the different frames, as you just alluded to. What I'd like you to, to chat with me about a little bit, I'm involved with USPTA as an officer here in the Intermountain Division, and Wilson and USPTA have just become partners in crime after a long layoff. And of course, John Embry, our CEO, was phenomenal with collaborating with you guys and making that happen. How excited is Wilson about being involved with USPTA? Is it as much so as we are on our end? Oh, absolutely. I mean, John Embry and I go way back. In fact, my dad, who was in this position as U.S. Promotions Director and then Vice President of Sales for Wilson, so it's kind of surreal that I've taken his job at Wilson. He, my dad hired John Embry for Wilson. Is that right? To succeed him in the company. And so John and I worked together for 14 years at Wilson before he moved on to a different, a couple of different companies. And now he's in, I think, the perfect spot for him as CEO of USPTA. We are very close friends and business partners. And it's so great to be in partnership with him on a totally different level now uh, with this relationship between Wilson and the USPTA. And it, we are tremendously exciting because excited and it is exciting because uh, you have the largest and the best organization of teaching tennis pros and coaches 
uh, with what we, of course, feel is the best company in the industry, which is Wilson. And you put those two things together and those two entities together, and there's a lot of synergy there. And our mission meshes perfectly. And first and foremost, what we want to do with the USPT is we want to grow the game together. Yes, we want to grow our respective businesses. Yes, I want to move Wilson product through the USPTA organization and through their coaches. But most of all, and what's most important to all of us that love the game, is we need to grow the game. We need to get more people into this great sport, and there is so much that distracts us now, especially this little device that I'm holding right now, that can distract me all day long with all sorts of things that are distracting this generation. Uh, I call it the generation of distraction because our attention span are like naps. And how do we get people focused to play the sport of tennis? And that's what uh, we're working with with the USPTA. Tim, I got to tell you, I'm excited to be a part of the Wilson team now and knowing that you're in the position that you're in promoting this brand on a national level the way you are, I think gives all of us that are selling the Wilson products a very comforted feeling. And it's great to have you on the show today to share your excitement and your passion with us. And hopefully this is something we can do from time to time. Oh, let's do it. I, I, it's truly an honor to be with you. It, it's great. And yes, I am. Uh, I'm, I'm as excited as you are about everything that is going on in, in tennis, and I look forward to speaking with you again. If we get Federer and Nadal in the finals of the U.S. Open, a first-ever meeting between Nadal and Federer in New York, how big is that? That would be the dream. I mean, I, I, I've got to say, you know, it, having the privilege of being around a lot of high-level athletes really my whole life, you know, I'm not necessarily starstruck, you know, anymore. But you put Roger Federer and, and Rafael Nadal on, they are on a different plane in our sport. But I have to tell you, I don't know if I have been so emotionally invested in a match in my life as I was the finals of the Australian Open between Federer and Nadal. It was drama of breathtaking proportions. And when Fed is down 3-1 in the fifth. Didn't look good. Nadal's going to run this thing because of given past history with Roger and the whole deal and what that happened. And if it could happen again at the U.S. Open on, you know, the world's greatest city and the, the biggest stage in the sport, it would be absolutely magical. Our guest today has been Tim Buick. He is the National Promotions Director for Wilson Racket Sports. You've been listening to KickServeRadio.com, Tennis on Air with Andy Zoden. Tim, thanks again, and look forward to chatting and getting caught up real soon. Thank you. It's my pleasure.